in our company, I think I'm more the operations person and Chris is more the visionary. And so for me, from an operations perspective, I think what is becoming more and more important as we grow is really understanding all of the different things that your company needs to do and then deeply understanding the talent that works for you and making sure that everything's in the right place. You know, being the one who is on one side fighting for the customer. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have two very special guests on the show today. I have Chris and Julia Tunstall of A Bar Above. Chris and Julia, it's great to have you on the show. Yeah, thanks for uh, inviting us, Gresh. Definitely appreciate it. Really excited to be here. Yeah, definitely excited to have both of you on. And before we jumped into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Chris and Julia so you can hear about all the awesome things that they're doing. And Chris and Julia are a husband and wife team who love the service industry and are dedicated to treating all of their customers like they are family. Inspired by Chris's decade of experience as a bartender and bar manager, they created a bar above as a bar education site in 2013, growing over the years to add online training, a podcast, and a unique line of premium barware designed entirely by them. They're dedicated to growing a team of people in Carlsbad, California, who love craft cocktails and the beverage service industry as much as they do. And together, they continue to develop and personally test their custom line of bar tools so that they can bring the best barware to their customers. In addition, they are looking to expand their mixology courses, course offerings in 2022. Chris and Julia, great to have you on the show again. Are you ready to speak to the IMCEO community? I think so, but it's really impressive just to hear that, like being spoke out loud. That's really cool. <laughs> Makes cow. it sound so great. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's my that's my virtual pat on the back for you both doing some really you know phenomenal things. And it's great to kind of hear when you're always kind of grinding and doing all the work. Right. It's true. We're very much in the weeds sometimes. It's amazing to sort of step back and go, wow, we did some cool stuff. Right. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And so um, all this cool stuff you did, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, how you planted those seeds, so to speak. And could you take us through what I like to call your CEO story? Yeah, I think um, this uh, the dates are a little bit fuzzy. So I think uh, Julie can probably nail down some of the dates for us. But um, I had the idea of a business, gosh, back in like 2003. Um, I had just started bartending and I really, um, mixology and craft cocktails were just starting to kind of become a thing. And, and it was only in San Francisco, New York. Um, and I started paying attention to it and I realized it was going to be kind of a big thing um, and kind of transform the industry. So I started paying attention to it. I Got a domain, a barabove.com, I think in 2003. I think it was five, 2005. 2005. Still a very good move. Right. Uh, so locked that down and then um, just started learning as much as I possibly could about cocktails and cocktail techniques. Um, and I think the biggest frustration for me, I think the business started as basically frustration um, <laughs> because within a craft cocktail world, nobody was really op um, open to sharing their techniques, their ideas. Um, it's very much a closely guarded community back in the day anyways. Um, so I didn't have access to the information. I didn't have the mentors I needed to kind of grow professionally. So a lot of my uh, struggle was just learning on my own. Um, so I kind of wanted to open that up to a much broader audience and give them access to the best, most cutting edge information and techniques 
um, from a culinary perspective um, on craft cocktails. So that's when we started the YouTube mm-hmm. um, and then kind of grew from there. Yeah, we, I, I would say we started the, we joke that in, in 2013, we our, our landlord wouldn't let us build a bar in our apartment. So we right. had to buy a house. So we bought a house in 2012. We built a bar in uh, 2013 and I learned WordPress and the rest is kind of history. In 2014, we started our podcast. And over those first couple of years, we were just a YouTube channel, the podcast, a blog, just a media company, and really scraping by. You know, we were not making a lot of money. It's hard to make money as a blog. And one of the few income sources we had was Amazon affiliates, which if my memory serves way back when it used to be a decent commission, it was like six or 8%. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot. And so we really wanted to send people to Amazon. So when people asked us to recommend barware, cocktail shakers and strainers and things like that, we went to Amazon and there was nothing there that we could even remotely recommend in good <laughs> faith. It was terrible. And so, you know, two years later of constant emails about what should we do? You know, what barware should I use? What should I buy? And finally we just got tired of it. And that's when we created our own line of barware. Right. And um, I guess the rest is history. <laughs> Nice. Well, I definitely appreciate that. And, and, you know, kind of creating something that's the true entrepreneurial spirit. I always say is like, you know, a lot of times we're looking for somebody else to create it. But if you see something that's not being done, you know, being an entrepreneur is really just saying, okay, let's take the the bull by the head, so to speak, and just do it ourselves. Right. So true. Awesome. 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 So I know you touched on a little bit on what we can find, you know, online and some of the things that you're doing. I know I read it, you know, in your bio as well, too. Could you take us through a little bit more about that and, and what we can find there? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we like to say, you know, internally and externally, we really do three things. Um, We as a company are dedicated to serving the people who serve great drinks. That's our company mission. And we do that in three ways. The first of which is through community. And we host a couple amazing, highly engaged Facebook groups. And obviously we do a lot of things that we can do to try to really build and grow the bar community through featuring other brands and other people on our Instagram and really just sharing the spotlight. The second thing we do is education. Um, This is both sort of paid and unpaid. We have a ton of uh, um, educational videos on YouTube. We obviously have our podcast. We're coming up on our 200th episode this summer, which is shocking. (laughs) And and then we also have a small number of training courses on our website, which as you mentioned earlier, we're going to be really digging down on doing more of that in 2022. And then of course the third piece, which is perhaps what we're... um, What's most obvious uh, is, of course, our line of, of premium barware, which is frankly how we support the other sides of the business. It's how we support um, creating tons and tons of educational content. It's how we support, you know, paying the moderators who moderate our Facebook groups. Um, and and so it really lets us build this really, I think, really awesome ecosystem of supporting the bar community. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And so I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for yourself or the (laughs) business or a combination of both. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? You know, as a lover of the Clover Club, I would say raspberry syrup. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But joking aside, I think I kind of touched upon it earlier. And that is like, we didn't start as an e-commerce company. We started as a company dedicated to bar education. And frankly, e-commerce is what lets us do that. And I think that that's the opposite of most companies you see out there. Other companies launch a product line and then begrudgingly start a blog to try to drive traffic. And really, we've done it the other way around. We have the product line to enable us to keep providing free, amazing content to the community. And I think, honestly, I think people notice. I think that 
We are a very authentic brand. Um, we put our face on things. We put our names on things. We really, really care about the work that we're doing. And I, and I think that that shows, and that's what really sets us apart from the competition and, um, and just puts us comfortably in a wonderful space of bar educa- educators on the internet. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And so I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? <laughs> um, so I was actually uh, talking to Julia about this um, before the podcast and joking with her. And I think one of mine is uh, um, cold brew coffee and protein powder in the morning. <laughs> it's, it's like, if you want, it's not going to set you up right for your day, but if you want to just get stuff done, it's rocket. Fuel. It is rocket. Fuel, man. <laughs> it is intense. And it's, it, and it's crazy. Cause it's not like a coffee where you have this like, you know, big spike of energy and then it falls, mm-hmm. you know, pretty quick. It's a pretty long sustained energy boost, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, I would definitely recommend, um, careful with the flavors on the protein powder. I would say the best one is chocolate, right? <laughs> yes. chocolate protein powder and cold brew coffee. And you know, it, it, it doesn't taste the best, but you get used to it. And, right. uh, it's, it's, you know, use sparingly. Use sparingly. Yeah. <laughs> It'll get your day started. That's for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something if you were to hop into a time machine, you would tell your younger business self. Uh, so it's funny because we were talking about, oh, I don't know. There's no such thing as a CEO nugget. Uh, you know, it's, there's no such thing as like an easy a little tidbit that'll change everything. You know, the real answer is just to keep showing up every day and keep showing up. And Chris looked at me and he's like, well, that's your nugget, right? (laughs) And I think it's true is that there is no, you know, I think it's so easy in the world of, you know, podcasts and TikTok and blogs. It's so easy to say like, oh, read this listicle. And that's all you need to know as an entrepreneur. And I think the honest answer is no, just show up for 10 years. Just keep showing up and do your best work and know that sometimes it's not going to work and you got to change it and do something else and learn. And, you know, we had lots of business ideas that didn't work, but we kept going. And, you know, when we started our podcast in 2014, Chris looked at me and he was like, why on earth would we start a podcast in 2014? Every podcast that could possibly have been started has already been begun. (laughs) And now it's crazy, right? Right. Now we have one of the longest standing podcasts in the mixology space. But at the time it was like, oh, why bother? You know, and I just, just show up and keep showing up. And I think that um, if you build it, they will come to some extent, but also listen. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's a big one too. Um, I think that's kind of the heart of the, um, the, the barware for us. And that was listening to our customers. And I wish we would have done it earlier yeah. um, because they kept telling us and we <laughs> kept like having our blinders on to the opportunity. And I think once you are able to see opportunity that comes your way and being able to have the bandwidth to really focus on it, um, I think that's really, really beneficial, but easier said than done on right. the bandwidth side, right? That's so true. Um, but if you keep hearing your customers say the same thing, there's probably something there and start to dig a little bit deeper and see if there's a, um, a way to monetize that and figure that out. I, yeah. I wish we would have done that many years earlier. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Awesome. 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 And now I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Julia and Chris, what does being a CEO mean to you? Oh gosh, that's such a hard question. Cause there's so many facets of being a CEO. Right. Um, and actually, Technically, I think, are you the CEO? I don't even know. We should figure this out. Yeah, we need to figure that (laughs) that out. But I think to me, um, 
my, in our company, I think I'm more of the operations person and Chris is more of the visionary. And so for me, from an operations perspective, I think what is becoming more and more important as we grow is really understanding all of the different things that your company needs to do, and then deeply understanding the talent that works for you and making sure that everything's in the right place. You know, being the one who is on one side fighting for the customer, like how do you fight to be the best possible um, answer to your customer's needs, but then at the same time, fighting for your people, right? Like you are in some ways the, the, the leader of the pack and you need to support them. If somebody is hitting a roadblock, you've got you've to help them get that out of their way. Uh, and so it's kind of this dichotomy of you know, fighting to be the best company you can be while also fighting to support the people who do that for you on a day-to-day -day basis. But again, my perspective is much more operational. So what would you say, Chris, from a, more, a higher level? Yeah, I think for me, the CEO is really kind of the, the one that's kind of leading the way and, and pointing the ship in a very specific direction. Like these are the goals. This is a strategy of how we're going to get there. Let's go. And we're going to, we're going to make this happen. So um, a lot of it is just you know, just having that target that everybody realizes and knows they're working towards and then can communicate that, you know, both internally and externally so that customers know what, who we are and what we're about. And as you mentioned earlier, you know, what's our unique service, uh, you know, our unique angle that we are going to come at our customers with and promise them. And I think that's our job of like really figuring all that out, the mission of our company, the structure of everything. I think that's where the CEO really um, kind of comes into play. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I think that's that's perfect. And I, I love that definition, uh, that kind of a holistic definition from the operational standpoint and the, the visionary standpoint and being able to kind of understand, like, I think both of them are so important, you know, to the success of an organization because you can have all the vision in the world if you're not executing on a regular basis for your team and for your clients, then, you know, it ends up not being a, a ship that you can find out where it's actually going. And then right. at the same time, you have to know where you're going or in, in all the operations and doing the right things doesn't make a difference if you don't have a vision to where you want to ultimately go. Yeah, you need an engine and you need a steering wheel, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but I think you also, you know, it is kind of the thumbprint of the culture. You know, it all starts at the top and trickles down. So I think that's also another important part of being a CEO is like yeah. really curating and making sure that you're you're doing a, a very intentional job of creating the culture you want in your company. Because if you don't, it'll happen on its own. And that's a lot harder to dictate repair yeah. or or guide so i think you know the culture element is super super important for us as well and um i'm i'm think we did a pretty good job but <laughs> i hope anyways i'll let you know in 10 years right, exactly. <laughs> there we go. reunion podcast hey right that's what i say to be continued right <laughs> so yeah chris and, and julia i truly appreciate that and and all the, the awesomeness that you all have been able to do and build what i wanted to do is to pass you the mic so to speak just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know and of course how best they can get a hold of you find out about the podcast and all the awesome things that you're working on yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think we kind of touched on the key po points. I mean, I, I would agree, like, you know, to be a CEO, it does take, you know, the, the, the engine or the, the showing up every day. And then it also takes the steering wheel of knowing where you're going. Those are both very important. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's at least what it means for us mm -hmm. in terms of finding us. You can find us at a bar above on Instagram. If you just Google a bar above, we're kind of there. <laughs> if you want to find our podcast though, the podcast is called mixology talk. And 
And we talk a lot about great cocktails. Chris interviews really interesting people from across the bar community. There's some super, super nerdy, awesome stuff in there. It's, it's a good time. If you're into cocktails, it's, it'll be it'll be a good. Absolutely. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, we'll definitely have the links and information in the show notes uh, for your site, your podcast, all the awesome things that you're working on. So truly appreciate you for for kind of charting that path and kind of being able to kind of listen to your clients and remind us of how important that is to create what really solves their problems. So thank you so much for being the Trailblazers and, and appreciate your time again. And I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the IMCEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.